0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. I was in London over the weekend for some work, and I wanted to meet one person who's one of the few people that I know who lives in London, and that person's name is Ali Abdal. He is a very big creator, particularly on YouTube, but creates content across all social media platforms, considered to be one of the most authentic and authoritative voices on productivity. And I've learned a lot from him, observing him. I was part of his first batch of a course that he calls the Part-Time YouTuber Academy, which was a course where I learned a lot about YouTube. And about his process of creating content on YouTube. And this was in 2020 when I was also starting on my YouTube journey in a big way. And we were supposed to meet for lunch. And we did meet for lunch at about two. And usually you would expect the lunch meeting would last for what? An hour maximum, an hour and a half or so. We ended up talking for four hours. This was the first time we were meeting. He is 29 years of age. He was uh, born in Pakistan, then moved to the UK, got himself trained as a doctor at Cambridge University, was uh, practicing medicine. Then he started creating content in 2017 on YouTube. And today he's just like the biggest thing ever. He has 5 million plus followers on YouTube and several hundred thousands and more across other platforms. And I would inarguably say it was one of the best interactions I've had in a really long while. And here are the reasons that I wanted to share with you, which I think are so fascinating upon reflection of somebody who is destined to make it big in life. Number one, curiosity. He started with a very honest admission that I don't know much about your background. What were you doing? I just know of you as your current persona. And I started sharing my journey all the way from wanting to go and becoming a space scientist to consulting to Groupon nearby, et cetera, et cetera. And that started a series of questions from him. And it was unbelievable the pace at which he kept asking me questions all through our interaction. He never stopped. He just didn't stop. He had questions. And it didn't matter whether this question was a stupid question. It was a basic question. It was a deep question. It was a question that made him look vulnerable or overly exposed the vulnerable side of him. Nothing, none of that. I could see it on his face. He was just on top of wanting to learn and be ahead on the curiosity curve. And I find that fascinating because I'm like that. I ask so many questions. And I love to know about things that I don't know of. And I could see that in him, not because I see it in me and that's why I give him a plus for that. It's just so mesmerizing to see genuine curiosity exist out there in the form of questions. Number two, he's 29. I'll be turning 44 this year. He is at 5 million YouTube. I'm at about three and a half. He's technically the teacher, I'm the student, but he's younger, I'm older. It's not quite an equal relationship. And very often when people meet somebody else who's a public figure and who has their own persona and so on, it's easy to either classify yourself as one with a inferiority complex or something that you are not so sure of or with a superiority complex that, oh my God, I'm the master. It's intensely hard to see yourself as an equal. And that's what Ali did. Ali saw me as an equal. And I loved that because he treated me like an equal. He questioned me like an equal. He offered me advice like an equal. And there was an equal exchange. At no point of time ever did he even suggest or come across like, oh, I'm the dude with the 5 million. I'm the one who taught you all about YouTube that you know of. Nor did it be like, oh my God, you're so senior. You've done all of this. It wasn't at any point either submission or in some way a supermanly behavior. It was just an equal exchange of ideas, thoughts, and feedback. And I love that. The third one. At some point of time, he, after listening, was like, oh my God, I have to note this down. And he pulled out a notebook and he started writing. And he wrote for the next two to and a half hours. He just filled up pages and pages and pages. And I find that so refreshing because here's a true student. Ali in his own mission wants to be a teacher and wants to teach forever. But I think he'll be the finest teacher out there because he's a student and he's a student of life. He loves just learning. He loves listening. And he's such a great listener. He asked me such questions Brilliant follow-up questions, which told me that he was listening intently. And what was so refreshing and breathtaking was the fact that he just kept taking down notes, 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 because he knew that he would forget a lot of what was going on and he had to have a way of capturing that. Fourth, the range of topics. We spoke about business. We spoke about content creation. We spoke about marriage. We spoke about kids. We spoke about security and uh, public safety. We spoke about working with a spouse. We spoke about just work-life balance. We spoke about dreams, ambitions, about money, about taxes. We literally spoke about so much. It's crazy. And that tells me that there is this person who has done so much, thinks so much, has experienced so much, and would love to broaden their horizon about what they want to experience in life and what they've already experienced. It was so mesmerizing and enchanting to see how we seamlessly navigated from one topic to another, one topic to another, um, as if that was part of some agenda. And the fifth one, which I found to be most fascinating, here's a thought experiment. Let's say you're speaking to a friend and the friend's like, "Oh." Uh, I saw this movie and it was really nice. And let's say you've seen the movie as well. What are the odds that you will say, oh, I also saw the movie? And I'd say it'll be like 99%. Isn't it? If somebody is telling you of their experience and you have been through a similar or the same experience, it is uncanny how many times we end up saying, oh, me too. I don't recall a single instance in that entire four-hour conversation where Ali even once said, I've experienced the same. or oh, we've gone through the same. Oh, we've done the same. And you know why that's important? When you say, I've done the same, you essentially are closing the doors for any new experience and learning around that same experience to come in. The second you say, me too, You're essentially saying both of us know exactly the same thing, or we don't. My experience may be the same as yours, but my interpretation of that experience and my learning from that experience is and could be wildly different from yours. So if you hear me out without stamping the, oh, I've been through the same, I've done the same, oh, I feel the same, you will learn something who has been through a similar experience, but has had a completely Different outcome from that. That's fascinating. So, when you combine these five things, you have what I call, in my definition, a true student someone who's intensely curious, someone who sees the teacher as an equal and doesn't see themselves as someone superior, someone who's constantly taking notes and eager to learn, to reflect, someone who is covering a wide range of topics so that they broaden their horizon and someone who's never negating someone else's experience by saying, me too. Instead, listening to what they have to offer. That is a true student. That is who I would want to be for the rest of my life. That is who I saw in Ali as a student. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show On this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you.